In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father, Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. Almost haunting words of our Lord in his preaching. Very demanding. But the Lord is always with us. Jesus promised, I will be with you always to the end of the age. So let's count on his help, of course, his necessary help. Jesus, after all, he said, without me, you can do nothing. And he's with us. And he calls us to enter by the narrow gate, to be willing to pick up the cross. Of course, his preaching is filled with that call to follow him closely. And if we do so, we'll need to pick up the cross. We'll need to be that grain of wheat that falls into the ground and dies to itself. We'll need to, to suffer. If the world hates you, remember the world hated me first. Jesus is uh, preaching. He's uh, leading us down a way that, well, many would rather not go down and, and, and would even fear. And that's away from the narrow gate. But, oh Lord, we'll try. With your grace, Lord, sinners that we are, we will try to enter by the narrow gate. Striving to fulfill the duty of the moment. Trying to keep presence of God throughout the day in, in, in our work, in our, our relationships, in our free time. It, yeah, the Christian way is not easy by any means. And Jesus did not come to make us comfortable. But he did come to give us a peace. A peace the world cannot give. And our heart is restless, Lord, until it rests in thee. The St. Augustine said, the saints, they entered the narrow gate. In this brief meditation, we consider the need for interior struggle, determination, which is not a, sort of a, a, I don't know, a self-will or, or you know, a certain Pelagism. Okay, I can, I can tough it out. I'll be stoic about this and, and get the job done. No, it's allowing ourselves to be led by Christ. Jesus, who went resolutely to Jerusalem, St. Luke writes. And we know what that means. He, he's going to Jerusalem where he will be crucified. And he goes resolutely. He doesn't waver from that path that the Father God had, had marked for him. And we too, Lord, we want to go with you. Resolutely to Jerusalem. To the cross. Of course, here we are on the eve of the feast day, the exaltation of the cross. 
quite striking, isn't it? In our faith, we celebrate the cross. St. Josemaria would say that the, the cross is the true source of joy. And this paradox, to live, one must die. Oh, Lord, help me to bear the cross. Help me to die to myself. Little things throughout the day. Lord, help me to recognize where I need to die, where I need to purify. And we can even consider just the capital sins. Where do I need to die? In that regard, in, in, in my pride, in my anger, in my envy, in my laziness, my lust, my gluttony. Yes, I need to die. Lord, help me to die. Help me to enter through the narrow gate and find that joy of a life in you, Christ. Again, that's the way the saints live. Today's saint, St. John Chrysostom, great saint, father of the church, great preacher, very eloquent. That's what his name means, the, the golden-tongued one, St. John Chrysostom. And he suffered. He was the bishop of Constantinople. He, would, he died in 407. He was exiled. He wasn't martyred, but he was exiled. Long story, and it's even, there's even a mystery about it of sorts, but the fact is he was sent out of his, of his place, and, and he would die in exile. And through all that, he had a great... Uh, a great trust in God. As we read in um, a, a, an account uh, of his life, a fellow bishop actually was trying to help him. Oh, John, your life was filled with sorrow but your death was glorious. So it, it, they couldn't get him out of exile. He died. He died in exile. And so this, again, this bishop friend writing about St. John's life. Your grave is blessed and reward is great by the grace and mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. O graced one, having conquered the bounds of time and place, love has conquered space. Unforgetting memory has annihilated the limits and place does not hinder the miracles of the saint. It's, uh, in this case, a saint as, as well, Archbishop of Constantinople, after John had left, St. Proclus, wrote these words of really of honoring St. John Chrysostom for his fidelity, for his willingness to suffer for Christ, and really for his great faith. Again, a doctor of the church amidst that suffering, he would write, St. John would, we have these words from him. The waters have risen and severe storms are upon us, but we do not fear drowning, for we stand firmly upon a rock. Let the sea rage, it cannot break the rock. Let the waves rise, they cannot sink the boat of Jesus. What are we to fear? Death? Life to me means Christ, and death is gain. Exile? The earth and its fullness belong to the Lord. The confiscation of goods? We brought nothing into this world, and we shall surely take nothing from it. So, these, these challenges that St. John was facing, these aren't, this is a theoretical pondering that St. John Chrysostom is going through here. This is happening to him. 
the fear of death, uh, exile, the confiscation of his goods. And he, he just responds with these words of Scripture. St. Paul, of course, life to me means Christ and death is gain. Talk about a supernatural way of looking at things. Interior struggle, determination to love God above all things. That's the way of a Christian. It's the way of a saint. Exile, the earth and its fullness belong to the Lord. In a way, I, I can't be exiled on this earth which belongs to the Lord. I'm at home on this earth, wherever they exile me to. The confiscation of goods, well, just like Job, we brought nothing into this world and we shall surely take nothing from it. That's the, the, that's the, the mindset of a man who really believes in God. A man who, like St. Paul, seeks the things of above, not the things of this earth. Indeed, the words of our Lord himself. He who is willing to lose his life will gain it. Lord, help us to be willing to lose our life, to go through the narrow gate, to fight the good fight, like St. Paul also says, that interior struggle that determination, beginning again and again. Sinners that we are. There's a, there's a real beauty in that determination to begin again and again in a very humble way because we do fall. We, we do experience, as Pope Francis said in his Easter Vigil homily, we do experience the rubble in our hearts. We have to admit there's rubble there. But the Lord can take that and make a work of art. The Lord can build it up. We have to allow the Lord to build us up. Unless the Lord builds the house, the worker labors in vain. Let's allow the Lord to work on our house, which is at times rubble. But not to worry, not to fear. The Lord can take that and build us up if we, if we humbly allow Him. And if we strive to remain faithful to Him and to His teaching, to trust in Him completely. That's the, again, that's the way of the saints. St. Justin, another early saint of the church, earlier, much earlier than St. John Chrysostom even. He died in 165, talking about uh, what, was, what Christians were going through. They cut off our hands. They nail us to crosses. They throw us to wild beasts, imprison us and burn us, and we submit to every kind of torture. Yet everyone knows that we do not betray our faith. Rather, the worse our sufferings, the more there are who embrace faith and devotion in the name of Jesus. Well, perhaps we face some type of persecution in a way. I, I don't think any of us are getting nailed to crosses or thrown to wild beasts, but that could happen. But how about the, just the, you know, the opposition that we, that we face just because we're trying to live our faith, because we try to affirm what our Lord has taught us about the dignity of the human person, the dignity of marriage, the, the protection of life, especially the most innocent life, the life in the womb, 
and, and the elderly, do we, we'll be, we can very well be ridiculed for trying to follow that way, to speak up about the dignity of life and marriage. Well, so be it. Much like St. John Chrysostom. Well, what are we to fear? Death? Exile? The confiscation of goods? Jesus, I trust in you. And perhaps the greatest fear in a way that we should have is our own, yeah, our own mediocrity. Our own lukewarmness. My lukewarmness. My cutting corners. My comfort. Perhaps that's a bit more practical than worrying about wild beasts being loosened on us. Lord, help me to fight against those easygoing ways that I can give in to. And we can. With God's grace, we can. Another great saying, St. Ignatius of Loyola. For those who love, nothing is too difficult, especially when it is done for the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. For those who love, nothing is too difficult. Do I love? Lord, Lord, increase my love. I want to love you more. And I'll try to bear the cross. I, I don't want to see anything as too difficult because I'll try to follow your will and love you. And I'll try to do everything for the love of you, Jesus. Jesus, I trust in you. you know, there's an interesting article in the paper last week about a fellow named Lex Gillette, a Paralympian. He's blind. He's a long jumper. He's blind. He's 36 years old. So he's, for an athlete, that's getting up there. He's won five silver medals. and He's been going to the Olympics, the Paralympics, for five you know, five, five different times now. And once again, he won, he won silver, just barely lost the gold in, in Tokyo a few weeks ago. And, and, um, and he, he's a long jumper. He's blind, and there's a picture of him. He's flying through the air. And that takes trust. He, he works very closely with his, um, you know, his coach, Wesley Williams, Hours and hours, hundreds of hours practicing. And, and he has to, Lex, this, this, this long jumper, he's, he, has to, he has to run down the, you know, the track or the ramp, whatever this called or the long jumper uses, full speed, without seeing anything. And he has to trust. He has to trust in his coach, Wes. And they communicate with a series of claps and vocal, vocal cues. And when the time comes... The command, fly. And he's got to launch himself into the air, not seeing a thing. Total trust in his coach. He's gotten him five silver medals. And he says, I'm going to keep going. I'm going for Paris in 2024. He wants to get the goal. Determination. He's, he's not giving up. Well, that can be a bit of a metaphor for our life in Christ, our Christian life. We have to trust Jesus. We have to trust totally in you. We're, we, in our own way, we're, we don't see. We're a bit blind. Because we don't know the way. Jesus is the way. And we, we 
He, we have to listen to him. We have to follow his cues, his claps, his command. Fly. Yes, the Lord wants us to fly. He wants us to be holy. He wants us to treat others with, with, with dignity and respect, and take care of our families, sanctify our work, live purity, live humility. Yes, we need to fly. And, and, and we need to trust in Jesus completely. So let's strive for that. That way, that, that flight that the Lord calls of us, and let's fly right through the narrow gate our whole life. So that when our time comes, like it did for St. John Chrysostom, when our time comes, Jesus can say to us, Enter into the kingdom, good and faithful servant. And that's a life well lived. Who needs the accolades, like St. John Chrysostom was saying? Who needs the accolades, the goods of this world? No, we we need to fly. We need to fly to heaven. So let's ask our, our Blessed Mother to help us. Mary, who was so uh, given to the Lord her whole life, let it be done to me according to thy word. That, that's Mary's life. Mary, help us to live this way. Help us to uh, be willing to enter the narrow gate for the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.